welcome to The Art of Nourishment, a podcast dedicated to helping you learn how to heal and nourish your mind, body, and soul, filled with inspiring guests, uplifting conversations, and raw and real stories. Here, we talk about nutrition, mental health, well-being, and so much more. I'm your host, Miranda Rocks, a recovery coach, holistic nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Let the nourishment begin. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Nourishment. I hope you're having an amazing day or night or whenever you're listening to this. Today, we're going to be talking about something that is very close to my heart and something that I think everyone should be aware of or at least educated on in the simplest way, just so you get a feel for what can really help you in recovery and in general. People who are struggling with self-love and need an easy and simple way to get out of that rut that you kind of feel like when you're down on yourself and you go into that spiraling type of situation, which I feel like we've all been there, right? We all have those days where we wake up and we look in the mirror and we just feel awful about ourselves and we somehow find the time to pick apart every little thing that we see whether that's on our face on our bodies and it can get really intense and is super detrimental so hopefully this episode can help you if you do struggle with that kind of stuff and allow you to shift to a healthier and happier mindset surrounding your body and your appearance So today, if you haven't noticed by the title, we are talking about body neutrality versus body acceptance slash body positivity. This is something that I feel like a lot of people really don't know the difference of, and either they only know one of them or they only know the other one. And it's really important, I think, to understand both concepts and which one can work better for you. I'm also going to teach you guys how to use each one and how to shift from body positivity to body neutrality and why you should. I believe that it's one of the things that has helped me so, so much in recovery and I just want to share that and hopefully help you in any way that I can. Before I get into it, I just want to say thank you so much for clicking on this episode and listening to me. Um, Please subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already subscribed, and I would love, love, love if you could drop a review or a rating. I will start shouting them out once I do get a couple, so I would love to hear any feedback or anything that you guys want to hear on the pod. This is a shared experience, so I want to do it together. So let's start with the basics. If you think of your body objectively, your body has tons of vital organs that work so hard for you every single day, and its sole purpose is to keep you alive and functioning. Your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul, your body parts, these are all things that drive your personality and your self-identity, right? These are the things that make you who you are today. And the difference between body neutrality and body positivity is this. Body positivity, I am all for it. I love the body positivity movement. Body positivity enforces the idea that everyone is beautiful, which I totally agree with. Everyone is gorgeous and unique in their own way. And it is an amazing goal. With body positivity, however, your body is still the sole focus of your self-love, which means that you are still going to be equating your self-worth to your body. First of all, it can be really hard for people that have been at war with their bodies for so long to suddenly flip the script and be like, I'm gorgeous, I am beautiful, I feel great. And 
that's another reason why affirmations are really hard for some people. It's because we have that voice in our head that tells us, well, no, you're not. Or what are you talking about? That's not true. Right. And that's why it's really hard for some people to do affirmations because we don't fully let ourselves believe them. And that was my issue with body positivity is anytime I would say things like that, I had that voice in my head saying, but you're wrong or you're lying to yourself. So while the whole body positivity movement is amazing, it can be really hard for a lot of people to actually implement it into their lives because of that negative self-talk that we have. It also keeps the emphasis on our body, which especially just with society, we don't want to do that. I'm going to say this as much as I can, but your body is the least interesting thing about you, period. I just made an Instagram post about this and I truly, truly believe that if someone is hanging out with you solely for your body or only compliments you on your body or the way you look, that's a red flag because that is the least interesting thing about you. You have your kindness, your humor, your mind, your soul. There are so many other aspects of who you are that has nothing to do with the way you look. And that's something that I love about body neutrality. Body neutrality acknowledges that you may not love your body all the time and you may wake up feeling really crappy about the way you look, but it also emphasizes that that's absolutely okay. You can accept your body as it is even when you don't actually love it. This is why body neutrality is one of the most beneficial things that I've ever practiced in my life because it helps you recognize and prioritize how you feel in your body. So that also includes moving your body because it feels good, not because you want to burn off what you've eaten or work off however many calories. It also means that you're able to listen to your body when you don't want to move at all. You can stay at home all day, stay in bed if that's what you think your body needs, and just watch TikToks all day, and that's actually okay. And the second that you shift from body positivity to body neutrality is when you allow yourself to solely listen to how you feel versus put your worth on how you look. The way that I look at it to differentiate body neutrality versus body positivity, I'm going to use an example, okay? I think I did talk about this in a recent YouTube video, but I will repeat it. For example, my legs are something that I've always struggled with. Um, I've had lots of comments from people. I've had people commenting on cellulite. I've had people calling my legs thunder thighs. Definitely when I was younger, that was something that came up a lot. And how I would use both body positivity and body neutrality in this situation is very different. So for body positivity, I would look in the mirror and tell myself, I love my legs. My legs are amazing. They're so great. Um, I love the way they look and et cetera, et cetera, right? It'd be more of me trying to build myself up and make myself like the way I look. Whereas with body neutrality, you don't have to try and force yourself to see things in that light. Instead, you can stop thinking about the way your legs look completely and shift the focus on what they do for you. My legs are strong. My legs carry me places. My legs allow me to walk around every day. My legs allow me to move. There are so many things that our body parts do for us that have nothing to do with the way they look. And that just goes back to the way you look is the least interesting thing about you. Because 
It really is. So same thing with your stomach, for example, if you're struggling with your stomach. If you can look down at your stomach and say, I love you, which I do sometimes. I honestly, truly talk to myself sometimes. I will talk to my body like it is a separate entity because I truly believe that it is. But on those days where I want to say I love you to my stomach and I'm just really not feeling it that day, I shift into the body neutrality aspect of it, which would be my stomach does so much for me. It digests my food. Its whole purpose is to make sure that I'm full, I'm satisfied, it lets me know when I need more fuel, it lets me eat lots of yummy things. It's such an awesome part of our body. Our tummies are just amazing. Shifting from the I love this so much unconditionally to it's okay if I actually don't feel great about this, but I have to acknowledge that it does so much And it's almost like an appreciation. It's like you're accepting that this part may not be what you want, but you appreciate it for what it does and you love it for that and not for the way it looks. Basically, it is promoting acceptance of your body as it is and encouraging you to recognize its abilities and non-physical characteristics over its actual appearance or the way it looks. This helped me so much when I was just struggling to actually tell myself that I loved the way I look, especially right out of the gate in recovery. You know, you're just shifting the mindset that you've had for whether it's months, weeks, years. That's a long time to go hating yourself and to consistently have that negative self-talk in the back of your mind telling you that you're not good enough and you're not pretty enough and you're not thin enough. So going from that and quickly shifting over to I love my body unconditionally can be really, really hard for a lot of us. And at least for me, it was terrifying and I didn't think it was working. I would wake up and be like, yeah, I love my body. And I knew internally that I was lying to myself. And yes, since then, right, it's been almost a year and a bit since recovery, and I I feel a lot better when I say I actually love my body. But I also know that it's okay to wake up and go, I don't love the way I look today. And that's kind of the whole point of body neutrality is you don't have to rely on how you feel about the way you look or how you think you look, right? Because the second you do, and the second you wake up and you feel bloated and you go, oh my god, I don't like the way I look today, that can crash down every belief that you've had about yourself so when you have those days try and shift to it doesn't matter what I look like because my body works so hard for me every day and this is something that I go back to almost all the time if you really think about it your body has thousands and thousands probably millions of cells whose sole purpose is making sure you're alive and healthy and happy and well and your body is functioning and your organs are functioning and you're able to move and breathe and talk and live and laugh and smile, right? There's so many amazing, beautiful things that we're able to do because of our bodies. And the more that we decentralize the focus of the body being an object and instead focus on how we feel and how we are and what we do and what our body does for us, that's when your whole world changes because you're no longer equating the way you look to your worth. You're no longer equating the way you think you look to the way you feel. And you're able to just put that aside, let yourself know that, hey, it's okay if I don't feel good today. Because guess what? Even if you're not struggling with diet culture or disordered eating or anything like that 
there are still going to be days where you don't feel your best and that's okay. And that's the, the biggest part of this movement that I absolutely love is that letting yourself know and allowing yourself the ability to say, I don't feel good today and letting yourself know that it's okay. And you don't have to be that person that feels their best all the time, right? That leads to toxic positivity and that's not what we want. We want to be able to sit with these uncomfortable feelings and know that it's human. We're all human and these are things that just happen sometimes. So that's kind of the idea with the difference between body neutrality and body positivity. The neutral perspective helps move the idea that you have to cultivate love for your body or make an effort to love it unconditionally every day. It allows you to have some space to really just be okay with not being okay, which is something that especially in today's society, we are so, so bad at. We are definitely probably the most disconnected from our bodies than ever before. And the reason I say that is because we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have, God, I don't even know what else there is because those are the only two platforms I'm on, but Snapchat, um, Facebook, if you still use Facebook, YouTube, right? There's so many things that include instant gratification. We have likes, we have 30 second TikToks. I can't tell you how much my attention span has gone down because if I watch a five second video and it doesn't get to the point fast enough, I will scroll. Have you ever just been sitting down and you haven't had your phone for more than 10 minutes and you consistently reach for it and check to see if anyone's texted you? Your body is programmed to want that dopamine, to want that hit every time someone texts you. And that's why your body gets into a habit of grabbing your phone because it's expecting that dopamine and I don't know that many people that are able to sit in a dark room without their phone in silence and listen to their mind. I don't know that many people that meditate and can actually do it because being with yourself is a really big commitment especially with eating disorders or disordered eating We use our eating disorders as a way out or a way not to feel or not to think. And that's why it's so hard for us to just sit and feel because we have all these different destructive coping mechanisms when something goes wrong or we don't feel our best. That's why the power of journaling, meditating, or just sitting with it and going, okay, it's okay, it's fine, is so, so important. Because the more that you push something away, the more that you push away this feeling and the more that you tell yourself it's not okay not to love yourself some days and it's not okay to not feel good about yourself, the more that those days will absolutely crush you. Because the difference between waking up and not feeling good and telling yourself, oh my gosh, why don't I feel good? I'm supposed to love myself unconditionally. Is this a relapse? What am I doing with my life? Versus waking up and going, hey... I don't feel good about myself today and that's fine. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have a yummy breakfast. Maybe I'll go for a walk, but I'm going to do things that allow me to sit with this feeling, breathe into it and let it go because holding on to these things is what leads us back to our destructive habits. Whereas letting yourself sit with it can make all the difference. And it, it really is the difference between having 30 minutes of pain sitting with it and then having the rest of the day to be happy versus having 30 minutes of happiness trying to block it out 
and then having the whole day to mope and feel terrible and unworthy and not good enough and spiral. So you're basically just deciding which pain do I want more? Do I want the pain of sitting in it, feeling it, and then letting it go? Or do I want the pain of avoiding it and then it coming crashing back down on me? Which sounds like a lot, but I think that if you really are the type of person who tries to push away those feelings, they will come back 10 times harder. And it'll be a lot easier in the long run if you sit with it and let yourself know that it's okay. And it's okay to feel bad. And it's okay to have days where you don't want to get out of bed and you want to sleep all day. Yeah, not ideal to do it every day, but I've definitely done that. If I wake up and I know that I'm not feeling my best, that I don't want to do anything, I won't. I'll cancel all my plans and I'll watch TV all day. And that's fine. It's like taking a sick day, right? Sick days are there for a reason. And I don't know why no one has done mental health days, but they should be a thing. Because mental health is just as important as physical health, if not more. Your brain is the most powerful thing in your body. So prioritizing it and making sure that you know that it's okay not to feel your best 100% of the time. And that is why I love body neutrality so much. Because in reality, you don't have to hate or love your body. Instead, you can just accept it for what it is. Your body is the entity that carries you from place to place and allows you to enjoy everything that life has to offer. That's why I believe that body neutrality is much better, in my opinion, than body positivity. Because telling yourself you should love your body unconditionally can just create another detrimental trap to fall into. If you respect and care for your body by giving it fuel, rest, and the movement that it needs, you're going to feel a million times better than if you try and force it into this box you've created about always being positive and always being great and always feeling awesome and loving the way you look. I truly believe that body neutrality can be for everyone, but hopefully this especially resonates with those who find loving their body a challenge. I encourage you to look beyond your physical appearance and break the habit of connecting your body and the way you look or think you look to your sense of worth. Try and appreciate the amazing, beautiful things your body does instead of criticizing flaws others have pointed out or worrying about how you see yourself or others see you. I hope that made sense. Bit of a ramble, but I'm really, really, really passionate about this because I do think that for most people who have struggled with self-love, this is a game changer. And now I'm going to tell you how you can start practicing body neutrality. So tip number one is to stop talking about your body. And this includes in conversations with other people, but also your own self-talk. Your self-talk is one of the most important things ever because even though no one's listening to you, you are listening to you and your body is listening to you. And the more you say negative things about yourself, the more that your body's going to reaffirm that those are true. So instead of saying, oh my god, my jeans are so tight, I must have gained weight, oh my god, I don't like the way I look, blah, blah, blah. Instead, just go, oh, 
these jeans don't fit me. And then choose a pair of pants that you actually feel comfortable in that fit you. Clothes are meant to fit you. You're not meant to fit into clothes. So you berating your body and yourself for the way you look is not going to lead to anything positive. Tip number two is try and redirect any conversations that come up about similar things. So if someone in your family or a friend brings up weight or size or talks about how unhappy they are with the weight they've gained or with the way their body looks, try and change the conversation to, okay, but how do you feel? And, oh, you don't feel very good? Okay, well, why don't we talk about what you can do to make yourself feel good as opposed to quote-unquote look good? And with family, I will be putting up a whole other episode on that because that is such an intricate and detailed issue to deal with. There is a lot of fat phobia in families and it definitely gets brought up a lot. But as a general tip, try and just move the conversation from a place of hating their body to how do you feel? And hopefully they'll get the hint. (laughs) Tip number three is intuitive eating. Essentially eat what you want to eat. The thing with body neutrality is it allows you to accept anything. And that includes, hey, I want a bagel today. Or, hey, I want a donut today. Don't know why I'm choosing um, foods that look the same. But anyway, (laughs) you get the point. Eat what your body tells you it wants to eat, right? And sometimes people are like, but I'm not craving a donut. Or my body isn't really that hungry, but I want a donut. Okay, well, then have the donut. It's not a big deal. And this is a touchy topic because it introduces gentle nutrition But, you know, you can either reach for something with lots of nutrients or you can reach for a donut. And it really doesn't matter. Just try and listen to your body on a regular basis and it will tell you what it needs. Another tip is what I just said, listening to your body. And I'm talking about physically listening to your body. So if you feel like you haven't moved at all and you really want to do something, go for a walk. Have a five-minute dance party. If you're like me and you like going to the gym, go to the gym. Make sure it's coming from a place of feeling like moving as opposed to feeling like you have to move. And it's really important that you differentiate those two. Another tip is acknowledge and reframe your body shaming thoughts. So this kind of goes hand in hand with the first tip that I talked about. But when you notice yourself criticizing your body, shift immediately to the body neutrality aspect of this and say, what does my body do for me? What does this body part that I'm currently shaming do for me? It's strength, it's ability to heal, to move, and emphasize that, and keep emphasizing it until it gets through your head. The last tip is time. The more that you try and get into the habit of shifting from negativity to a more neutral standing, the easier it will get. And it'll definitely be hard at first because you'll have to keep catching yourself when you say these negative self-talk things or the I have to love myself unconditionally. But the more that you catch things and the more that you shift that mindset, the easier it will be and the more that it'll just become a second nature thing for you. It's also important to remember that social media and society in general are basically going to be telling you the opposite of everything I'm saying but you just got to stay strong and say fuck that because 
by now, I think we all know that social media and diet culture and society, their whole goal is to make everyone feel shitty about themselves so that they can market more products and sell. So try and keep that in mind when you're really struggling with the body neutrality situation and know that you're doing an amazing job. Basically, what I'm saying is your perception of your body shouldn't dictate what you do or how you live your life. And that's what body neutrality is all about. The bottom line is that you don't need to love your body unconditionally in order to respect it. I hope that made a bit of sense. I know I kind of went on a tangent there, but I truly believe that body neutrality is the best thing that anyone can do. And if it didn't resonate with you, that's totally okay. Body positivity is still a great movement. But this is mainly for those who are really just struggling with telling themselves that they love them unconditionally every single day. So hopefully you can choose any of these tips and put them into practice. Honestly, just pick one and try and do it every day and see how it goes from there. People definitely underestimate the value of starting small. Because the more you do little things, that's when a habit forms. So that's it for this week. I really just wanted to emphasize the difference between the two. And now you yourself can pick if you want to stick with body positivity or maybe even start it if you haven't started it yet. Or shift completely to body neutrality and see how it goes for you. I honestly love the message of both. I just personally lean towards body neutrality a little bit more because I think that it's a lot more achievable for those who have struggled for a really long time. And that's me. So it's definitely helped me a lot. Okay, that's it. I hope you all have an amazing week. Thank you so much for sticking around. Please leave any feedback at all. I would love to hear from you guys. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing week. And I will see you in my next podcast. Bye.